Hello, and welcome to the Knitted Socks Only podcast, episode number 38. Today is January 17th, 2023, and it's a Tuesday. So we are almost done with the month of January. Yes, we are. And um, let's see, my name's M. I guess you need to know who I am. And let's see here. I talk about yarn, talk about knitting, I talk about the art and craft in general, and I talk about what I'm knitting, what I want to knit, what I fail to knit, (laughs) and pretty much I ramble and talk a little bit about my life and the philosophical nature of knitting in general. And so if you're just looking for something to listen to, this is a great podcast for you. And I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. So anyway, let's go ahead and get started. So for all of you that don't know, I have an Instagram page, uh, Knitted Socks Only. And you can go check me out there. And so the the things I talk about, I have pictures of. So you can take a look there. You can also go to my website, knittedsocksonly.com. And I blog about kind of stuff that I talk about every so often on there along with some pictures so and you can check out the podcast there as well and also my discord server is there so in case you want to join I'm not on the discord server much but I have it there in case you guys want to reach out to me that's all good so anyway let's talk about my um, picking berry socks I finally finished them and for those of you that are on my Instagram you already know that They turned out fabulous. I finished them on Sunday morning and I was wearing them because I was so excited to put them on. I was just like, woohoo, all right. And I will admit to you all, I do wear socks with my Birkenstocks. It's just how I am. And so I was wearing them and my parents came by to drop off some stuff. And my mother was like, oh, I love your socks. Are those those picking berry socks? And I was like, yes. And I showed her the um, the berries on them, and she felt it. She thought it was great, and she loved it. And she was like, do those come up in the pictures that you take? And I'm like, I try to get them too, but I don't know if they're great or not. So, But they are. She loved them. And then when we went to the gym later on the afternoon, that afternoon, she was like, why aren't you wearing your picking berry socks? And I was like, because I don't wear my knitted socks to the gym when I'm doing physical activity. Is anyone else like that? Where you've spent all this time knitting something that you just don't wear it, like on a, especially socks, like on a day-to-day, you know, heavy activity kind of thing? I guess I don't because... It just feels like the sock yarn is really thin and I don't want to have to darn it and fix the holes and do all that. So I just, I wear them on special occasions or if I'm just lounging around somewhere or if I'm walking to a knitting store or something like that. But I don't wear them when I'm like, I know I'm going to be like doing a 5k. So it's just kind of one of those things. Which, talking about the 5K, I completed my first 5K this January. Um, Well, it's not my first 5K, but it's my first 5K for 2023. And I finished it 
in the gym on the treadmill. I was so excited. It was kind of a goal of mine. So on Saturdays, I try to do 5Ks. Um, in about an hour and 15 minutes is what I'm averaging right now. My goal is to get it under an hour. But I was really excited. I finished my first one for 2023 on last Saturday. So woohoo on that. Um, let's see. I was... Anyway, so that's that. I'm working on my second hat for my um, homeless kits. And I, if you've been on Instagram, you've seen that. So what I'm trying to do and what I'm, my goal is, is that if I knit for the day, I am trying to wait to the end of the day to knit my progress so you guys can see the progress of what I'm knitting. So that's what my goal is. So I did... I start, I cast on my hat yesterday and got to knit a little bit of it. Um, I'm doing the lip in a kind of a gold, tarnished gold color. And it's really pretty and bright and I'm enjoying it. And it's a knit two pearl two. Um, I'm really impressed by this yarn. It's really fluffy, which is great. It is by Jody Long. It's called Rove Soft. And it is comprised of 50% alpaca, 5% wool, and 45% acrylic, which is what I needed, right? So it's got wool and alpaca, but it's also got that acrylic that makes it easier to wash. So although this would have to be on a gentle cycle and would just need to air dry, but still it's something. And so... I'm doing a knit two pearl two lip and then I'm going to do like a forest green as the hat part so it really will stand out. I just think it'll be gorgeous. I'm going to have a hard time giving it up. It's okay. I'm knitting it for a cause and that's the whole reason about the yarn to begin with. So I'm going to be doing that. And so after that, I'm now, I've got like four skeins of yarn on my desk. It's hilarious. And... <laughs> Um, one of them is my uh, Water Green by um, Malabrigo, and I want to knit a pair of socks with that, but I'm not sure if that's the one I want to start with since it's a recently bought yarn. I may pick a yarn that I picked up that I really like, and it's called Carmen by Gusto Wool, and it is 80% merino wool and 20% nylon. It's hand-dyed sock weight. It's 435 yards or 100 grams, but I'm really looking, I really just, I don't know, it reminds me of, it's got mauve in it, which we all know is my favorite color, and then some like neon green and dark forest green and some cherry purple, kind of a cherry purple color, all mixed together. It's gorgeous, and in a cake, it looks really pretty. Now, how it looks in a sock is a whole different beast. And as we all know, how it looks in the scheme versus how it looks in the cake versus how it looks in the sock, it's like a progression of color, which I think is really kind of fun. And as you all know, that's why I am anti-self-striping yarn because how it looks in the skein is how it's going to look in the cake is how it's going to look in the sock. But for me, I like the surprise that I get. So from the, I pick out the skein because I like the colors, right? 
I wait for them to wind it up into a cake and I fall in love with it even more. And then when I finally knit it in the sock, which is its final form, it's totally different, which is amazing. And I just, I love how it progresses. It's like a butterfly, right? It starts out as a caterpillar, wraps itself up in a cocoon and then turns into a butterfly. And I just, I think that's the amazing part about all that. So I just am like totally excited to knit um, with that. Because the water green is a single color, it would be more about what I use for a stitch. But I'm thinking the Carmen I might just do and knit because I'm really interested. And I keep seeing it because it's in the front of my yarn stash that I have. And I just keep looking at it going, I want to knit you. I can't knit you yet. I, I'm I'm in the process of knitting a hat, but I want to knit you. I want to cast you on and start knitting you. But I know I know me. So if I start, if I go and I knit a pair of socks with it, then I will finish the socks before I ever finish the hat. And I keep telling myself I'm going to do these kits. And I've got sort of one kit done. I still haven't done socks for yet. And I need to find some yarn that is washable. I may just do a pair of white socks and just have to deal with that. <coughs> Excuse me. And if I can do that, then I'll just knit socks for that. And then what, then start the scarf. Once I finish the hat, do the scarf and then do another pair of socks, but I kind of mix it up. Right. So I do the hat and then I'll do a pair of socks. I'll either knit for somebody who needs them, wants them, or for myself, and then I'll go, or a gift, and then I'll work on the kit. It's kind of my motivation to keep doing the kits, and I think that's important. So, but anyway, I guess we'll do story time. So this week, I think it was, is it Friday? No, it wasn't Friday. It was Thursday. So Thursday, mom takes me to the gym and we're talking about my grandmother. So for those of you that don't know, last January, on January 8th, my grandmother passed after a long fight with dementia. And um, she was like 96 years old, avid runner. You know, she just, she was the one that taught me how to knit. And she passed away. And so, and as you know, I got all of her yarn and I've got this piece of like metal wiring. It's like a, it's a, how do I put it? It's about the size, it's about half my size. So it's about four foot and it's two feet of it is just this bin. And it's got metal straps in it and it's thin metal lines in it. You can just store yarn in it. And my grandmother collected yarn. So while she was a pattern-based person first, I've come to learn things about my grandmother through her knits, her yarn, through my aunt and my mother that have been very interesting. So my grandmother had just bought yarn to buy yarn, which I think is hilarious. And all of her spare yarn in her house when she used to live in Midland was in this container that I wanted. 
that I have in my house now that I store my spare yarn in and her yarn. <laughs> and so I keep it all in this container and I'll try to get a picture of it when I can and post it up on the Instagram. And it's stuffed full of yarn. Like, I mean, she just always had it stuffed full of yarn. So when I was a kid, she'd be like, you want to go knit something? Just go grab a, a ball of yarn out of my stash. Well, because my grandmother knitted sweaters, she always bought extra yarn. And so the extra balls of yarn would just go into this place, right? Where if grandchildren came over that knew or wanted to learn how to knit, my um, cousin Bethany, who knits, and myself would go into the yarn, just grab some yarn and start knitting, right? It's just what we did. It was, it was there for her for us to use because there was never they were like one skeins it wasn't like sometimes there may have been two or three skeins but you were very lucky to find those most of the time it was just a skein or two left and so it's like her scrappy yarn bin it was really cool and so anyway i now own that right in my house and anyway so mom and i were talking and my grandmother had knitted her a sweater a long time ago for um, her to wear while she was at work so she wouldn't get cold in the school building that she taught at. And so it doesn't fit my mother anymore. I mean, it's just huge on her. So my mother was like, I don't, my, my mother, so my grandmother told her that she wanted her to sell it if she ever decided she didn't want it. So I was like, well, are you going to sell it? She's like, no, I'm not going to sell it. And so she goes, do you want it? I was like, yeah. Well, I got it. And I never remembered it. But it's this red, deep, like almost like a maroon red mohair. And it is beautiful and so soft. And she knitted it. Oh, my gosh. They were huge needles. I can tell because like when you look at the knit stitches, so it was like a US nine, probably a nine or a 10. And they're just huge. So it's holy, but because it's mohair and the mohair kind of clumps together, it doesn't feel holy. It's actually really warm. So I was able to obtain that for my mother. And being that my grandmother had died, uh, let's see here on the eighth, of last year so we're talking about a couple of days maybe a week after she died so that was on the 12th she died that it had been a year ago last sunday and i did my podcast on the 10th so on the 12th it was it was just emotional having that um that again and of course i'm bawling right <laughs> my mother's bawling and I was just like, do you remember this? And I'm looking at the sweater and I'm like, the tension is horrible in this thing. And she just laughed. And I said, but it's beautifully constructed. Like, it's just gorgeous. And, you know, it was, it's interesting because my grandmother, ever since I was, began knitting, was always about tension, tension, tension. Tension is the key to all good knits. And my grandmother's tension was not all that great. <laughs> But if you look at my tension, like, it's, it's, 
I I am so precise on the tension. It's crazy. Like I just am a tight knitter in general. So my grandmother was always like, "Oh, I just love your tension. It's so great. You're you're such a good knitter." And I'm just like, "Yeah, okay, I guess. I don't know." And you know, cuz I didn't really find what I love to knit until my first pair of socks, which was done eh, about 4 or 5 years ago. So and I've just fallen in love with socks. Like I was fearful the first time I ever did a pair of socks. So if socks you fear, if you fear socks, let me put that in correct English format. If you fear socks, give it a try. All it takes is one. All it takes is one pair and you're hooked. And that's how I was. And I started out with a heel flap with a heel and gusset and picking up stitches and I had holes in the socks, but I love them. Like I love it. It was, you know, the Phoenix yarn that I used. It was gorgeous. It was an orange and yellow and purple. It was just gorgeous. And I still have the socks and I still wear them. Like it's just kind of one of my things. So, and now I just have, and I keep knitting socks. Like, I mean, I love knitting socks. And even if you don't wear them, like, I just keep them around because you never know who's going to need a pair of socks, who may want a pair of socks. And it's just kind of what I do. I just like to knit yarn to see what it looks like in socks. We all have that thing. And, you know, I... I'm thinking I may try to knit a pair of mittens for the first time. Um, for those of you that don't know and have not listened to the latest episode of Knitters International on their, um, they go through the pattern that they've published for knitting mittens. And it's episode number three talks about it. Number four is actually how to knit it. Um, please check that out because if you've never knit mittens, this is a great starter set. I will be the first to admit here on here that even though I've been knitting for 34 plus years, um, I was, I read the pattern and was scared to death. I was like, there's no way I can do this. Kind of the same reaction I get when I read a sweater pattern. Oh my goodness. I can't do this. And I just put it away and I think, oh, I'll go knit something else. But after listening to them talk about it, I feel a lot more confident that I'm going to try it. And if I'm successful with it, now I'm going to go buy some DK weight yarn to add. Or I'm going to use the acrylic yarn I have probably for my grandmother's and knit mittens for my first kit. So it'll be a scarf, a hat, mittens, and socks. I think that's the perfect kit. And will it take me forever? Probably. And I am going to try really hard on knitting my first pair of mittens. So thank you, Knitters International. I think that is awesome that you have given away a free pattern for that. And I will put a link to the podcast and to the actual pattern so you can find it. Because I encourage you all to try something new. If you have not knitted uh, mittens before, then this is a really good opportunity. And 
So I'm also looking at knitting a sweater, a rag, or I guess it would be a top-down sweater, raglan, I guess. I'm going to try. I don't know when I'm going to do that. Um, between the sock knitting that I have fallen in love with and the homeless kits, I've been pretty busy on my knitting needles, and it's been kind of crazy. Like, it's just, like, nuts. <laughs> and... You know, there. I was looking at some yarn when I was going through my stash going, what would I like to knit with, you know, my next pair of socks with? And I thought, ooh, yak yarn. I got some yak yarn I can use, but then it's 100% yak and there's nothing, there's no nylon and there's no acrylic. And that was a $45 skein of yarn and I should have paid more attention so, you, and we, and for those of you that have never knitted socks, you're like, well, why do you need nylon or acrylic in it? Well, because that's what helps it stay its shape as a sock, right? So you can knit the pattern, but if you want the sock to really stay on your feet, you really need the nylon there to make it flexible. And so it can grip your foot to stay on your foot. Because if not, it just becomes like a saggy sock. And I don't know if I want saggy socks made out of yak yarn, but I'm going to try it because what I've heard is, is and what I've been told and read is that yak yarn, like sheep yarn, is antibacterial. So it's got that same stuff that the wool has. So... I'm thinking about doing it, but I'm still debating on if I need to mix it with like a nylon-based yarn, like a something in a contrasting color or something in a similar color. I haven't quite decided yet, but I'm sure I'll figure it out eventually. But, but I think the first I'm going to do is the Carmen because it keeps screaming at me to knit it. Because I've seen, I remember what it was like in skiing and I remember, and I see it what it's like in cake. I need to see it in socks. So it's, I finished that format. But anyway, now that I've rambled on, um, as you can see, I do about a 20 to 25 minute podcast where you can just sit in it and listen to me ramble. <laughs> but anyway, again, um, if you need socks, or need someone that, or know someone that needs socks and you would like me to knit a pair, please reach out to me. You can, I can be, uh, you can DM me on Instagram at knitted socks only, or you can email me at knitted socks only at gmail.com. And I will, will make arrangements. I don't know how soon I can get them knitted for you, but I will get them knitted. And if you need a scarf or a hat, or a pair of socks, please let me know. I'll get those knitted for you as well. If there is a yarn you would like me to get, please let me know what it is and I will knit it into a pair of socks and I will give a whole podcast on it and let you know what I think from a knitter's point of view. And if you have yarn that you've dyed that you would like me to wind that you've got in a scheme and you want me to wind it and then also knit it into socks, I will do that as well Um, and let you know what I think and share your information out on for the listeners of this podcast. But again, 
Um, I hope you all have a blessed day, week, and I will be online next week on Tuesday and um, do another podcast for you guys. But I love you all, and I hope that everything is going okay for everybody. If you need prayer or support, please let me know, and I'll add you to my prayer list. But um, may God have mercy on us all, and have a great day, guys. Love you all. Bye.